Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hardcore Heroes. How are you doing, Sean? Uh, pretty good. I started school back up. Been doing a lot of um, just work on that front. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked up this indie game called uh, Monster Hunter World, and I've been playing playing a fair amount of that. Indie game? Yeah, yeah. It's it's been pretty fun. The performance is kind of shit, but what can you expect from you know those those first time publishers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I mean, apparently it's doing pretty well. So hopefully, Capcom learns from that and uh, <laughs> improves the future. Oh. I've been playing Heroes of the Storm and Total War. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Total yeah. Attila. Oh, Total War. No. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Still play Attila. <laughs> Uh, I had, I stopped for many many months many years and I recently got back into it like last week or something. Because mm. I, I remember you had like a big binge on that and it was like the only Total War game you played. Oh yeah, I played that. I put many hundreds of hours into it in a fairly short period of time, <laughs> uh, and then moved away, and then came back and was like, ah, oh, you know, I need to do a little more of that. And then I picked up Thrones of Britannia which has been really challenging and I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tried, um, oh God, what was the last Total War game I played? I think it was Shogun 2. Ooh, that's a good one. That it's was been a while. One. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They, I guess I just kind of got over the series. I played like way, way back in like Rome Total War and Medieval 2 Total War. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I, just, I just never kept up with the series. Yeah. I, it's a really cool game type, but it's frustrating that like every few years there's a new one, and I would kind of mm. would rather have like maybe one Total War game that gets expanded on or gets improved yeah. instead of maybe brand like new games and brand new mechanics every year. Yeah, real yeah. expansions and not just cash in DLC. Right, right. Like buy blood and gore for four dollars <laughs> right that's well that, that mean, was a real thing it, it definitely is a real thing it's oh my a God. real thing in every single total war game you can always oh, buy the blood and gore expansion pack for oh wow or this one or that one or whatever i remember that was a thing for warhammer and i was like what are you how can you have warhammer without the blood and gore that's not add-on content that's the core <laughs> gameplay if there's not chunks of viscera just flying around the screen. I'm not really playing a Warhammer game. Right, right. Well, that is enough of that. We are going to pick up where we sort of left off with you guys. Well, with you. Um, <coughs> and I think that is in your house in Drakus. Yeah, what's that house like? Because I remember we were starting plans to build it last we were here. Um, so we've played a, a little bit with it with Nick, uh, Malachi, and all we've really discussed with them is that he like used uh, hired some dwarves to silver and lead the basement so that it couldn't be scried upon, um, and was kind of like a magically warded area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's pretty much all we know. Oh, also Jeeves has permit, uh, planted Bermuda grass which had a hard time growing and some of the dwarves destroyed, but it's it's been fixed. Uh, so that's the extent of the knowledge of this building. It's somewhere in, outside of Bontheris, which you could see mm-hmm. if you had joined Roll20. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, somewhere outside Bontheris, you know, in the mm-hmm. 
nearby woodlands. Um, yeah. So that's where we left off with that. Now, what is in your mind uh, Van Helsing's plan? Because a lot of stuff has happened. And I think we've taken, you know, we've skipped forward in time some months since you guys have arrived here, bought a house, and sort of set up shop. Mm -hmm. um, so what what do you think Van Helsing is wanting to do here? Um, so I'm trying to remember exactly what I sent to you. Uh, I think Van is concerned because when we were in the, the plane of shadow, mm -hmm. uh, there was kind of that distant connection to, mm -hmm. to cheese and and i think he's worried that the the souls of the people who died in the plane of shadow might be trapped in the plane of shadow and not able to return uh to the big uh i guess mixing pot or whatever it is up in the sky mm -hmm. the moon yeah big mixing pot. <laughs> yeah the, the the big cooking pot up in the sky that's yeah. that's the official name right i think so it is now okay. at least okay yeah. Uh, and he wanted to look into investigating that. And then I, I sent you messages about how to deal with that because I have absolutely no idea how to do that in the context of Dungeons and Dragons. Right. I think that is what we're going to figure out right now. Let me see if I can find those old messages we have. That's what I'm looking for. There we go. What is this rock that you have? Oh, this must be the copper ore that iron ore you were talking about. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in this in this chat history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Here is graveyard. That's yeah, a lot news. of that. It's the mask. That's not far. Let me just look up Van here. Uh, hmm. Oh, jump to that. Uh, go to December of 2017. December 14? Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. I was going to ask about Van enlisting two other clerics to research a cooperative spell to channel spirits out of the plane of shadow. Hmm. Okay. So the objective is to... Uh, not well, right to now. go yourself to the plane of shadow and look for people, but to try and find a way to connect the two and channel spirits through. Yeah, no, I thought um, right. We need we need some way of making like a gateway into the plane of shadow. But right right, right now, I think the first goal is to try and find if uh, if the souls of the dead are trapped there. Okay. Yeah, no, going to the plane of shadow, especially alone, seems like a, a terrible idea. Yeah, and it might be difficult to get there considering that the gateway is missing now. Or, you know, yeah. presumed missing. Well, it's left yeah, somewhere. We left in Shirebrook, yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Okay, so let us start in... You are in Bontheris, our lovely little town. Mm -hmm. uh, let's bring it to us on the map. There we go. And uh, I think Malachi's out. He's off doing some wizarding bullshit somewhere, you know. Yeah. Like blowing up a small town. Is this is this like a mansion? Um, mansion might be the right word. I don't know the exact size, but mansion right. or estate. Okay. Or, so I remember you know, one we... of those like named houses might fit very well. It's a large okay. building. Mm -hmm. I, I remember we did loot the treasury of two separate towns. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, there was copious amounts of money that you have brought with you. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think we have an exact gold amount, 
So I think we can kind of just be like, sure, you can afford almost whatever, as long yeah, as you're was... not, like, raising armies and, you know. Oh, what about Mithril Full Plate? Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, there's just not enough Mithril around. You'd have to go on many quests to collect the, the raw materials. Mm. Yes. Um, so... Here you are in Bontheris. You've been kicking around for a little while, thinking mm. about this this problem in front of you. Um, how would you like to proceed? <sighs> Maybe that's why Van's been been stuck with the inaction for so long, as he's trying to figure out that first step mm -hmm. going forward. That um, first step is the hardest one to take. Well, it's also just I don't think he knows exactly where to go. Because, like, the one dimensionalist he knew is is currently a bit of stone. Mm -hmm. uh, have we had any time in the inter... Or, wait, how far into the Drekus are we? Like, how close are we to uh, whatever his, his town was? Uh, he was in Misty, Misty Rapids. Rapids. Have we had a chance in all this time to go back and see if the statue's still there? No, no one has gone back to Misty Rapids. It is some mm -hmm. 185 miles as the crow flies... Uh, you know, you'd probably need to take a boat somewhere and then go across country. So it's probably like 200-ish miles to get there. Okay. Hmm. Oh, isn't that unfortunate? Okay, well... I think what Van's been doing then... Like, we've got... He's, he's clearly got time, and we've got a lot of money. I think he's trying to put out feelers for, um... Mages who know extra-dimensional magic, which it might be a little bit more of a rare variety, but this is a pretty weird place for weird people. Mm -hmm. uh, Wickthron, Rorenta, or whatever mm -hmm. this is. Drekus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because uh, uh, right right now, the, the big first thing is I need some sort of... Not necessarily like a full-on gateway, but some sort of tuning fork that I can use to like tune into the Plane of Shadows, like a, like a, like a radio, right? Um, and I need to be able to basically like detect in there, and then I can start looking into magic to to detect the spirits of the dead. Okay. All right. I think we got some stuff that can work in that realm. Uh, let's see. There so think... are lots of interdimensional spells. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that um, because one of the ones that wizards can use to teleport to other planes requires a tuning fork that's specifically, like, mm -hmm. coded to the plane they want to go to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Astral, speak with Traveler. Awareness. Not quite what we're looking for. Detect invisibility. Astral window. This might be what we're looking for. Um, let's see the actual plane. Astral window ranges in size. Each time it's rounds. Okay, so there is a third level cleric spell, I believe, called Astral Window that will allow you to, in this context, it'll work with the Plane of Shadow as well, but it'll allow you to create a 10 by 10 window in which you can look into the Plane of Shadow and pick someone's name and then it'll hopefully pan to where they are and show you them. Uh, that okay. might be a good place to start. There yeah. is... So what kind of um, 
What kind? What kind of religious setup is there here in uh, in Bon Theris? There is a uh, a main temple in town. Bon Theris isn't really the biggest town around here. It's kind of the like the weird east coast town that's separated from everything else by like this big hill range and these rivers. So, you know, there's like an overland route to Grump Run, but it's difficult and awkward and there's monsters in the hills. So it's sort of a isolated town, mm-hmm. uh, more insular than most other towns in the area and in the, in the continent. I think um, that's exactly why we picked it. <laughs> I, remember, I think we like looked at those mountains or something and we said, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, let's get us a little bit away from everyone. <laughs> a little bit of peace and quiet. All right. Arcadia, Arcadia, Drekus. Let's take a quick look at my information on it. Do, 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 do. Where is Bontheris? Bontheris. Where are you hiding? Ah, here we go. Population 4,500 with 15 outlying villages. Um, nothing too fancy going on here in terms of religion. No, um, no sites of significance to anyone other than the local population. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a couple of generalist temples. Um, definitely nothing cheese specific. Right, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of clerics do we have in town? Because I think, I think Van, like, he, he kind of stays apart from the church. He kind of had his whole, uh, frustrating encounter with the bureaucracy in, mm-hmm. in that place that I already forgot the name of, that, that big city. Yeah. Um, the- so I, I think he, like, he goes there and he, like, pays tithes and he keeps, like, a relationship with it, but he doesn't, like, live there. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, so what kind of clerics do I have have I met at this uh, point? I am trying to look up my notes. Wasn't there no? Um I thought that Malachi ran into a cleric, but I can't find any notes on it. Hmm. Uh, ah, here we go. Maybe it's in this document. Where did everything go? Do, 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 do. Brudella? No. No, he ran into wizards. No clerics. Okay, perfect. Excellent. You get to make shit up. Let's roll some dice. So the high cleric in town is a young female human. Um, okay. Just need to grab. Let's see. Where are we hiding here? Stop hiding from me. Um, she is like early twenties, uh, average height. Average weight. She is a, a cleric of Loomis, the god of light. Okay. So. Yeah, and she kind of keeps to herself a little bit. Like she's the high cleric in the, you know, the the big temple in the middle of town. Um, and she's. How old is Van Helsing? 
Uh, so when I started, I was 22. I don't know how long Hardcore Heroes lasted in universe. You're probably 23. Yeah, I would guess 23 now. or 24 at this point. Yeah. So she's a, a little bit younger than you, and just the way that you've heard people speak about her, she seems to be some sort of, like, savant or some sort of, um, you know, she, the, her connection with her god is particularly strong for someone so young. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, from, from any meetings I've had with her, have I gauged, like, any any sort of, like, power compared to me? Um, do, I, do I have a no, rough... No, you haven't seen any spell casting going on, but the... She has that sort of, um, how do you want to say it? Like, when you talk to someone who's an expert in their field, and you, like, bring they, up their field, and they're kind of They have like, that air of confidence. Yeah, and it's kind of, like, casual confidence, where you might say something, and they'll just, like, go with it, and then later they'll, like, contradict what they what you had said earlier, but they do it in such, like, a smooth, confident way. You're like, shit, maybe I was talking out of my ass, and they were just too cool about it to, like, correct me. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has that sort of, like, air of confidence. Like, she knows what she's doing, and she's right. connected to this. Um, but she is actually fairly reclusive. Um, mm-hmm. She'll do the big official ceremonies. She'll help out where needed. But she's not, like, the the cleric of the people. You know, she keeps to herself as much as possible. Right. So this this character is sounding more and more like Van Helsing, as as you're describing. <laughs> very very confident, being one of the more powerful clerics around. Mm-hmm. Very reclusive, doesn't talk to any of the other clerics. Right, right. Okay. So yeah, at some point, I think I'm gonna try and like arrange some kind of meeting with her, because um, I'm gonna see if she can cast the spells that I need, and if not, if she happens to know where I could go. I guess if she doesn't know, I probably have to ask somebody else in the church, since she mm-hmm. seems to be a little bit disconnected. Um, but yeah, I, I want to meet with her, see if the, see if she can do what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, I will need a name for her too. Her name is gonna be. Uh, no, that's, that's what I. Her name is Greta. Greta. The, the young right. Miss Greta. She is not of noble birth. Um, she's from one of the outlying villages, one of the, the closer villages, actually, to uh, Bontheris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go and... Uh, I know I know how kind of church ceremony works. I go mm-hmm. at what I would know to be like a time where people typically are not uh, busy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe like maybe in the evening at some point. Yeah, like right before the evening ceremonies. You know, people mm-hmm. are getting off of work, and I guess that most people run their own businesses in their own ways. So, uh, you know, people are closing their shops for the evening. People are about to go out for dinner or have dinner at home before those that do partake in the evening ceremonies will arrive. So you've got like a, a one hour window yeah. where the, the church is kind of quiet uh, and there's not a lot of people about. Yeah, so Van walks in. Um, God, what do, what do I... He's got like... Yeah, so Van, for those who don't remember because I don't either... Um, Sir Van is six feet tall. He's got, I I only found that out because I remembered it. I just have a winky face when it says size. Uh, he's got long blonde hair. Uh, Size is a winky face. (laughs) 
Okay. I, I don't understand everything I put in here. I have ha 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 for alignment as well. Um, <laughs> so it's here. He's he's a very tall person. He's at he's probably like six foot, six foot one or two, maybe even. Um, he's somewhat effeminate looking. And I remember mm-hmm. one of the one of the notes of why he always wore his armor was to try and uh, kind of bulk himself up a little bit, maybe uh-huh. maybe look a little bit more intimidating. So he walks in with like his full plate armor on. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, probably very formal. I imagine full plate is as much like a ceremonial thing as it is a uh, a battle thing. Cause it's such a it's such a pain in the ass to wear. Right. It's very formal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably one of the few people who's allowed to cruise around the town in full plate because you are a the cleric. Montheris uh, mm-hmm. is a walled city or walled town, and they don't typically allow. Uh, commoners, like your regular plebs, to carry weapons, shields, or armor within the city limits. But you're a cleric. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, knock yourself out. Yeah. But you'll, and, and... As you come in and out of the city, you'll see that, like, even mercenaries and travelers are having to check their weapons at the gate. Right. Um, so, so... <laughs> Just, just to, to throw in the face of that one, I think he's walking in with like both Harvest Moon and Wind Shear strapped to his side. Sword strapped <laughs> to him, plate mail, a shield, totally yeah. decked out. Uh, meanwhile, like the, the mercenary... Shi- the shield is probably back home. I, I don't think he... Okay. That, that's a little bit more of like a I bring it when I need it sort of thing. Okay. But but everything else, you know, got, got to look good, right? He's got to have mm-hmm. two swords strapped to his side, full armor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So you cruise on into the the main temple in the middle of town. Uh, some of the other priests and acolytes are around, and they see you coming and give you the polite and deep head nod that one would reserve for a, a cleric of note. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have a working relationship with any of these people, but they know who you are, sort of. Right. You know, you're you've been around, even if you haven't been interacting with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, I'll walk up to one of them and say, "I'm I'm looking for a meeting with the with the head cleric with Greta." Uh, one of them nods quickly, and motions to a seat for you to sit in and relax while they uh, hurry off to go find Greta. All right. Um, okay. Let me just take a look at what her spells even are. Does she have? Okay, she will have Astral Window. How wonderful. Ooh, perfect. Yes. Uh, all right, a few moments later, um, Greta comes out. She's got short black hair, comes down to maybe the bottoms of her ears. Uh, she wears her robes of Loomis kind of tightly bunched with um, not like not just one belt, but kind of like a, a thick, heavy belt. And then they, she's added buttons to them to keep the robes bound around her quite closely. Uh, her step is a little bit slow, not quite shuffling, but like she's not in a hurry to get where she's going. Like she's sort of kind of wanting to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I give her like a respectful greeting, not necessarily like a deferential one, but, you know, a respectful one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says, good day to you. I have a matter of uh, some importance I'd like to discuss. It might be best if we keep it somewhat confidential. She gazes about the the room and kind of shoes away one of the nearby acolytes um, and sits in the kind of the entryway. Do we have a map of the entryway? No, we don't. 
Um, yeah, in the, the main entryway, uh, right beside the shrine to Illumis and Relcor, the gods of light and dark, um, mm-hmm. while all the other clerics are further in, the main doors are shut at the moment, although, you know, when it's really quiet, you can hear someone outside sweeping the, the steps. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says in a low voice, we can speak here if we speak softly. Very well. Have you, uh, what do you know about the creatures that have been invading uh, Eridon? She shakes her head. Nothing. They're monsters from the Plane of Shadow, sent by uh, sent by Malchus. I, I know that might be a bit of a, a bold claim to make, but some few months back, I was uh, I, along with many other residents of Shirebrook, was was unwillfully transported to the Plane of Shadow. And it took a many-month journey for us to eventually be able to escape. But, uh, unfortunately, I was one of the few survivors. Most others succumbed during this journey. Hmm. What, what do you know of the other planes? Because I know very little. There... Our plane of existence, the Prime Materia plane is wrapped around by three, four others, um, earth, wind, fire, and water. Each of these elemental planes is more or less inhospitable. Maybe the plane of air will work for some time until you land in either fire or water. Uh, beyond that, there are demi-planes. The plane of shadow, I believe, is the impression that the Prime Materia plane leaves on the world behind it, the the, the core of the universe itself. Sort of like a, a footprint in, on a sandy beach left by a person. It, sort of the outline, but all the details are missing and fuzzy. That's that's about it. We A lot of things that should have been were not. All the big details were there. All the big buildings were in place, but if you for example, if you live somewhere and you knew where all the trees were, the trees would be out of place. That sounds what I imagine it would be. Um, additionally, there are two other lost planes. The This is actually the third Prime Materia plane, the third attempt of the gods to create a world. Um, the first belonged to what we know as dragons, and the second to something else, some lost creatures. Uh, both attempts, both previous attempts failed to work out in the gods' favor, and here we are in the third incarnation of the world. Uh, mm. Clearly the dragons have found a way here and can move in and out somehow, but they are not native to our lands. I see. Hmm. I'll I'll get down to the to the crux of the matter. I'm a number of people died in the plane of shadow. And when we were there, my connection to Cheese felt weakened, like distant, mm-hmm. hard hard to convey. And only and he kind of like draws out Harvest Moon and kind of like holds it by the blade to, you know, very uh pacifistically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says 
Only when the uh, only when the full moon showed was I able to make proper contact with my god. And then he he puts it back away, and um, I I guess my my big concern is that those who died in the plane of shadow, their souls may be trapped there, unable to return to Martha. Hmm. There were a number of people that I knew, and frankly, I feel responsible for most of them. I'd. Well, I guess I'm looking for a cleric who'd be able to make some contact with this plane for me to, to do a bit of investigation to begin with. I want to make sure that this this theory of mine actually holds water, and if it does, I'll need to move from there. She ponders for maybe five minutes about this um, in mm-hmm. silence, uh, clearly chewing on something, and eventually says, I would be willing... To help, it seems like your motivations are pure and good. However, the Plane of Shadow is one of the weaker areas for me. I, as the cleric of the God of Light, who only dimly works there. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, it should be enough to open a window between our two realms. I might be waiting for the full moon help. Apparently that strengthens the connections between the planes. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, that's in a week and a day. That would actually be perfect. It would give me time to... Uh, this window, uh, would anything be able to travel through it? There were a number of dangerous creatures there, and if that's, if that's a threat we should be ready for, I can bring some magic that might help. It should just be a window. There should not be a way for normal things to pass between. What about spiritual things? One had better be prepared. Okay, and I'm going to describe to her the uh, the spirits then that they'll try to merge with your body. Um, so what you need to do, like you can dictate to them. They do understand common. Mm-hmm. Um, though they don't speak it, um, and you can you can cast any sort of magic you have to command them. Um, and if she doesn't have any, I actually have plenty for that. Yeah, let me take a look at her spells. Mm-hmm. She does not have a lot in the way of combat spells unsurprisingly oh she's got sunscreen i can i can do dictate if we need if we need it uh, let's see she can sunscorch and flame blade uh produce flame call lightning but that's a fucking forever spell that'll yeah. work um uh, but it's only a one-turn casting time. <laughs> it only takes ten minutes, and then you can call down one lightning bolt every ten minutes. It's not super useful for this. Oh, she could summon yeah. an insect swarm. Oh, nice. That's I, I have never used that one before. <laughs> I've, just, I've just got it sitting in the tank. Yeah, that's about it. Focus, fortify. Okay. Um... Yeah, so I'll I'll make sure to bring. I I have some magic that can that can command them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will I will bring whatever I have available. I'm not I'm not exactly the smiting kind. It's what I carry the the blades for. But I'll bring what I can for for killing them. Both of these swords are are magical. Actually, I could I could lend one to you for this for this ritual. 
she sort of withdraws slightly from that. Uh, no, thank you. I, uh, I I didn't mean to offend. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, no offense was taken. I just prefer to stay away. I see. Uh, if you do, you have any any guards for the temple? Anyone who uh, who knows their way around a sword? It might help. Magical weapons do hurt them. We have a few devout members of our uh, clergy, our congregation, who are skilled at arms. The town sheriff is one such person. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know who the town sheriff is. Perfect. Uh, The town sheriff (laughs) is uh, would be happy to assist us, I'm sure. Would you like me to go speak with him? I, I understand you have a ceremony coming up soon. Well, we have a, a week or so before we will do this, so I, I will speak with her and bring her here. Why don't you prepare the things you need and we meet back on the night of the full moon? That sounds perfect. And, well, oh, I'll save it for, for if this theory pans out. All right. Uh, she bids you adieu and heads back to prepare for the evening ceremony, which she looks like she's not super thrilled about. Sort of like, yeah. you had a good night out last night, but now you got to wake up in the morning and go to work. Yeah. And you're like, fuck. She's got that sort of like, I'm walking to where I need to go, but I don't want to get there. Yeah, I think I think he kind of knows, because he used to head a temple. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he kind of knows that feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so you have a week and a day to mm-hmm. do whatever you need to do. Um, what do you need to do to prep? Uh, mostly just switch around spells. Um, every seven days, I have to refresh weighty chest. I remember that. Oh, yes. What you have it cast on your armor? Yes. Okay. Uh, so that giants cannot pick me up and throw me. Right. <laughs> I'm right. done with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're being thrown around by giants. Yeah. Um. So I do that. And then other than that, I need to... Let me just go over my spells here really fast because I need to take... Uh, I'll take a Dictate. So I guess I'll drop Water Breathing for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take a Command Spell just to be safe. Um, uh, detect Evil could be good. Actually, Detect Evil would be really good for that. Um, I think at some point over the next week, Van is going to uh, to go back to the temple and uh, cast a spell for uh, for Greta as kind of a as kind of a thank you. He's going to cast Unfailing Endurance on both her and him. Mm-hmm. Might help with her preparations, is what I'm thinking. Uh, plus, I need to cast it on myself. That's another thing that I have to refresh every eight days. Okay. Okay. Uh, what else can I... I don't need to uplift. Ooh, I wonder if she has uplift. Uplift. She does... Uh, that is spells that a cleric of Illumis can cast. Excellent. It is a fourth level spell, though, so... Yes, that's, that's a little bit more of a stretch, but possible. But you need to be seventh level to cast it? Yeah, yeah. and then you... Uh, it goes to the higher level cleric. 
Um, and I'm just looking to see if there's any like really critical fifth level spells that I could use there. But it's not looking like it. Time pool could be really interesting if we were to if we were to uplift. But I don't know what I'd use it on quite yet. Can you cast time pool? Are you ninth level? No, if we uplifted. So uplift. Oh, okay. Remember that's the that's the. I think I actually have it on a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I do have it on a scroll because we were gonna have um. Uh oh God, what's her name? The person oh, I killed. Oh right, you were, there was a complicated series of things that was going to go down, right? Yeah, I scribed it onto a scroll, confirmed it wasn't cursed, mm -hmm. and then um, what was her name again? It's been like two years. <laughs> oh, she's the one that's trapped in the plane of shadow, right? Yeah, and she died. I mean, she's definitely Mother... dead. There's no way. Elise. Elise, Mother Elise, that's the one. Uh, thought wave. Ooh, thought wave could be useful. Oh, I'd have to cast it on Malachi first. Oh wait, no, no, no. I don't have to cast it on him. Okay. Okay, that's all. Just that's that's future stuff. Um, does adamantite mace count as a uh, a magical weapon? Oh yes, it does. Only hit by plus four better weapons. Okay. I might take that as a backup then. I don't need solipsism. I'll take adamantite mace. Unless it's diamond worth 100 GP, that's chump change. <laughs> Easy peasy. Uh, I don't need wind servant or water walk. I do need tree, obviously. I always need tree. Mm -hmm. um, I actually have something that I can use. Let me hold on. I have a spell that I can use to block us off. I'm trying to find it really fast. I have something that I can use to like make a uh, like an ethereal seal, and it would stop uh, any ethereal creatures from going through. But I need to remember what it's called. Okay. This is the difficult part of AD and D when you just have like a spell a list of, of three hundred spells, and mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. That's why these higher levels are harder to run with. Yeah. Especially with clerics and wizards. I guess it's a little bit easier. Well, maybe not even easier with clerics, because we get more spells in our list, even if we have a smaller pool of them. Mm -hmm. uh, hesitation, Heat Metal, Frisky Chest, Flame Blade, Idea, No Alignment, Messenger, Mind Read, Resist, as Happens to transfer. I know I have it somewhere. I'm going to find this. Efficacious Monster Ward? That sounds like a good spell. When they leave the area of effect, they cannot return. All right, I need that. That that could be really, really important for, for keeping people alive. How long does it last? One round per level. Okay. Hmm. Monsters with an area effect. Da 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 da. Perfect. That'll work. Spike growth, thieves on telepathy, summon insects. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna take that then. In place of, I guess I don't need extra dimensional detection right now. So let's take a efficacious monster ward. And I think I'm good. So, so Van is going to wait for a week. Um, just kind of 
living the high life here in mm-hmm. here in Bontheris. I don't. What would this guy do when he's not adventuring? What does Van do in his downtime? I think he just sits around the mansion being sad. He's waiting for Malachi to get back so we can we can actually do something. Oh, that's kind of like just waiting for his friend to return. Oh. I mean, there, there's not really a whole lot left for him to do. Like, I don't, I don't think he's the sit down and write kind of guy. You know, like mm. Van's Van's not quite that um docile. I don't, I don't right. know if he takes very well to just sitting down and doing nothing. I mean, you are a, a former stone worker. Is there any? Do you have a hobby these days? Is there like a thing that you like to do? Are you into gardening now? Is he, it like a little he, greenhouse? He does, he does like a stone carving in the mansion. It's kind of like, I'm going to carve something today. Uh, oh, it's yeah. another statue of Malachi. Damn. Okay, let's try again. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I have the masonry skills. So yeah, he's, he's probably working on that stone. Like the, that rich person pastime. Right. right. That thing that only the guy who doesn't have anything else to do could possibly do. Right, right. Yeah, a true gentleman. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, a week and a day will pass. And actually, why don't before we get to our week and a day passing and all this stuff going down, why don't we take our first break? I know it's not only sure. been like half an hour. Uh, and when we come back, we'll see what's up. See you guys on the other side. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. Had to look at the name for a moment. Totally forgot what we were playing. Um... It's been a week and a day. Your spells mm-hmm. are prepared. You've passed the time thinking about what you're going to do. The sheriff has been brought to back you up. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a middle-aged woman mm-hmm. uh, by the name of Molly. Uh, I ask if she happens to have a magic sword. I, the last sheriff I knew had a magic sword. I don't suppose you, uh, if that's just a, a common thing among you all. Us all? Y'all? I. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't sleep very much last night. I'm in a very uh, punchy uh, mood. No, no, it is not a common thing. Um, I do not Here. carry a magic sword. Uh, he he unstraps a wind shear and hands it to her. Y- you, you'll need something magical to hit these creatures. She takes it willingly um, and takes it. A- Gives herself like a good three or four minutes to inspect it and kind mm-hmm. of practice with it a little bit. Uh, can you remind us of the magical properties of Windshear? It is a plus two magic sword. That's it. That's I was it. so disappointed when you told me. Uh, all right. Because I was like, oh, Windshear, that's such a great name. That's kind of like generate like stormy winds or something when it's swung. You're like, no, it's no, a plus two sword. It's just a plus two sword. Yeah. <laughs> Giving me like all these great sword names with, with no interesting properties. But cool backgrounds and cool names, you know, it's... Harvest Moon. It's, it's a plus two sword. <laughs> Is that I it? Guess, or no, I think it also has some sort of property against werewolves. Right, and it was specifically it's made super for lightweight and can be yes. dual wielded. Yeah. I don't remember what it's... Because we never tried it against a werewolf, but it has some sort of anti-werewolf property that you yeah. mentioned. There's, yeah, it definitely has a lycanthrope thing somewhere. I don't remember what it is, but um oh and then also I guess technically we can see the phases of the moon on it, which, which is, is wholly useless outside of the plane of shadow unless you can't go outside at night, I guess. Well you know you look at it and it's like half moon but like shit is it waxing or waning? I don't know. Oh look yeah. at my sword. Oh I look guess it's waning. Okay. It cool. could actually be pretty useful if you were like deep underground. Yeah. You passage of time that way. Yeah. It, it's it's a toy. There's cool things that you can do with it, you know? <laughs> There's cool things. Uh, it's still not free dual wield though. 
seal no. seal and ver verheiser because i still get the the offhand penalties it's just that i can use it at all right. instead of having it's, it's medium sized yeah because you normally you need a lighter or smaller weapon a uh, smaller weapon in the offhand so yeah yeah um, i guess it technically wouldn't be a terrible idea to dual wield it because i that plus two bonus would mostly offset the penalty. Eh. <laughs> Another time. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, our... Do, 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 we don't need this open. Uh, our sheriff here, Molly, the something I don't know. You've seen a lot of people in your time. She's a fourth level fighter. Okay. Um, respectable for a town. You know, a town of this size usually has a fourth to fifth level fighter uh, as their mm -hmm. sheriff she's in her early 40s um she's actually kind of short she's like 5'2 um, 125 pounds wears chain mail brass chain mail um yeah uh is she does she normally use a long sword is she is she not specialized with the scimitar uh she is specialized with an arming sword so this okay. is going to be a little different for her yeah all right, that's fine. It should still be okay. Mm -hmm. um, I guess technically I might actually be a little bit better than her then because I have uh, weapon expertise. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think you'd probably kick her ass, actually. Yeah. Even without spells. Greta, do you, uh, you, you prefer to stay back from combat, right? She nods. I, um, I, I have a spell... Her. Mm -hmm. I, I have a spell I can cast for you. I, I was originally going to put it around the window that you opened, but I was worried that technically if it was inside of the circle and not... It, it might, it's confusing. I think it might have to do with the edges of the ring. Anyways, I'm going to put a ward around you that none of the monsters will be able to answer. She nods and gives you enough room to cast the spell yeah. around her. Yeah, I draw it in like chalk or something and um, put like a circle around her. Uh, so you can do up to a 70 by 70 foot thing. Yeah, so. so what I want to do is these things, I've never seen them go through walls, right? Right, you have not seen okay. that. So I'm going to encompass an area um, such that like it's not the whole room. It might mm -hmm. even dip into like other rooms depending on how big the space is. Okay. Um, but I want to make sure that they can't leave this room. Like she'll open the window like toward the back of the room. Mm -hmm. and there will be like a little bit of room for us to like walk around in and you know kill anything that comes through uh but they won't be able to get into the circle right so if it's like, like uh, a hallway sort of thing they're at the end and then you protect you've warded the majority yeah, of the room and then from them. the the ring should be like wide enough to get to the walls and to the ceiling yeah it. perfect that'll work I just need to roll Molly's HP. I don't actually... Is it a square or a circle? I assumed it was a circle. Um, I think it might dictate it's one or the other, but considering I, that it's got a variable size, you can yeah, sort of change matter. the shape. I think as long as it's a... Um, oh, God. What do you call like a geometric shape that doesn't... That has like always the same angles on everything and doesn't have like a weird shape, like a regular shape, it's fine. You know, like a square or a pentagon or something um, like that. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, not like a... Isosceles is the word for triangle, but I don't know... Right, so if it's going to be a triangle, it's got to be an isosceles triangle, or it could be right. a square, or it could so be it just has a... to be regular. Yeah, it's got to be a regular shape with um, even uh, angles on all the corners. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 16... 
2227 HP, which I will probably forget later, and her HP will probably change the next time we run into her, but that's okay. Um, variable HP Sheriff. Always Perfect. good to have. Um, so I'll warn her that they come out as spirits, um, but if you hit them, they'll, they'll turn into something more corporeal. Mm. But you want to hit them because it's, it's worse if they don't turn corporeal. <laughs> she nods, not really sure what is what we're talking about. Um, clearly, uh, what was her name? Clearly, Greta has already explained a few things to Molly. Um, about what's mm -hmm. going on, but Molly is still like things from another plane. I'm not. I'm, I will happily defend the church and back you up on this, but this is a little kind of out of my wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. So she's nodding along and going along with things, but not truly understanding the implications. Yep. Um, so I draw out the space for the ward, but I don't cast it until she's opening the window because it's it's only like eight minutes. Um, and I'll tell her to let me know when she's doing it. So I'm going to cast that and then cast detect evil as soon as she's opening the window. Okay. Let's get this and where is it hiding? And this. Okay, so the two of you are in a, or I'm sorry, the three of you are in one of these back rooms of the, the temple. This is actually the high priestess's bedroom, her quarters, her bed's off on one side, and there's kind of like um, a screen, one of those like movable, um, we would call them like a Chinese or Japanese screen, right. uh, that can be like positioned around it to give her some privacy, and then there's the desk where she does her stuff, and you know, it's, it's her room, but it's sparse. Uh, many mm -hmm. of the ones that you've seen before have at least some level of decoration. Usually clerics aren't super uh, decorative in their things, yeah. but there'll be small personal effects, maybe a tapestry of their favorite god or something. Uh, this is pretty bare bones and um, utilitarian. The one thing that you see is that there are a bunch of mirrors positioned like a little bit too high up to be useful for you. Um, they look like they might have something to do with the, the high up windows on the walls. Maybe it has mm -hmm. something to do with reflecting the sunlight that comes in. Um, probably won't come into play for what we're doing today. I think I think for everything, like she's the extra dimensional cleric to Van, so I think he just assumes it's extra dimensional stuff. <laughs> right, right. So uh, Greta looks at you and says, I, I will need a person. Who are we looking for? Um, I'll give her a description of Mother Elise. Okay. Uh, should I? Is it worth it? W would it help if you had an image? She nods. Let me let me make sure that I can send images with this. I have rapport. Ooh. Uh, rapport. Here we go. Approximately 15 times faster than verbal communication. Uh, may share deeper thoughts than with telepathy, including emotions and memories. Sees, hears, and otherwise senses everything experienced by the other, although such uh, vicarious experiences feel diluted and cannot be mistaken. So, yeah, so I think I can share images and stuff like that. I can basically just share my, my memories of Mother Elise. Right. Um, 
which memories would you like to share? Because some of them are fairly innocuous and don't matter. Other ones would be, you know, memories of her in the plane of shadow and mm -hmm. promising that you'll come right back. You just need to go <laughs> hop into the other plane for a minute. I, I think I leave that one out, but um, I do, I do. So I want to include like the the full the full shebang, right? I give like a few from when Van was younger, like when he was training to become a priest. Right. Uh, probably some from when he was heading his own temple. Uh huh. Uh, probably that one from when he got kicked out of Shirebrook. Right. Right. Uh, I think I include a few from when we were in the Plane of Shadow because there were a lot of interactions with her during that. Yeah. Um, because I, I want to give like a big comprehensive view of of this person for her. Okay. And I, I think she's probably one of the most likely ones to have, like, manifested as a detectable spirit. She was one of the more powerful people there, right? She was she, a powerful cleric. I think she was, like, a seventh-level cleric or something? Yeah. I don't she, remember she, exactly, but... I don't... I think she was sixth, Maybe because sixth. she couldn't cast Uplift. There we go. I had to make a scroll for her. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I would, um... Yeah, so I, I just give a very comprehensive view, and I'll take that off my list. I give her a very like comprehensive view of my uh, my like experiences with Mother Elise. Okay, she has an idea, um, and as the rapport spell finishes, she takes a few moments to look at you in the the new light of having seen many of your life experiences um, with this woman. Yep, it's still on, by the way, so we can like communicate for up to. Uh, 20 minutes like this and okay. it's significantly faster than speaking normally right okay i guess this is the time where greta will cast astral window it is a surprisingly quick spell with no serious material components involved she just hmm. traces a uh, a 10 by 10 square you know she goes all mm -hmm. the way from the ground and reaches to as high as she can get which isn't actually 10 by 10 so i think it's probably gonna be like 10 by 6 or 10 by 6 and a half, um, mm -hmm. creating like this long panoramic view. Uh, and after outlining it with her finger, she goes up to kind of this where you would have a, the, where the window would be. So she's like doing this on stone. So she just comes up to the stone, presses mm -hmm. a hand to it, and softly speaks a few words. Um, and then the stone begins to ripple and begins to sort of start reflecting light back almost as if it's a mirror for a moment. And then the mm -hmm. mirror kind of like falls into the into the stone itself, creating a, a window effect into this, into the plane of shadow, that okay. dim gray, but bright sort of, there's everything's a shadow and there's no shadows. And it's just this hazy view of... Um, well, of this temple, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah. Molly looks surprised, um, but says nothing. And that is when... Uh, so I have Detect Evil available. Or I already have that cast, because I, okay. I said I wanted to sync it with her with her spell. Right. Um, and I say, is it is it tuned in on, on her location? She shakes her head and speaks Mother Elise's name, at which point the viewpoint in front of you begins to like blur and whir and move okay um and it starts to sort of race across through walls through trees over mountains across rivers um kind of just this endless gray streaking uh, and after three minutes of this it settles on um uh, a well, it's desaturated in color, so you can't really make anything out. But there's like a, 
It's like a, a dark skinned uh, sort of bull with large horns and kind of like light cross hatches on it um, that is sort of reflecting light as if the, the, the skin of it was polished to a, a shine. Sorry, can you describe this again? Uh, it is a, a bull-like creature with like a crosshatch pattern across it with reflective skin as if it were something hard that had been polished um, to, you know, to reflect light. But there's no light here, so it's sort of reflecting, but not quite reflecting. You called it a creature? Yeah, I called it a creature. It's a, a bull-like creature. Yeah. Oh, Quadru- bull. Like I thought you were you were saying bull, and I was thinking like the uh, the the dinnerware. No, 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 no. Um, you know, like the the male version of a cow. Okay. Um, is it a blue bull? Well, it's all desaturated of color because okay. it's in the the plane of shadow. Um, so what I'm gonna try and do then is cast uh, detect spirits. Detect spirits, okay. Reveals the presence of disembodied or non-corporeal spirits of all types, including wraiths, ghosts, specters, astrally projecting creatures, characters, or monsters employing magic jar or possession, of course, animal spirits and spirits of nature, uh, on and on. It does not detect things that are simply invisible, phased, or ethereal. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, if she's, like, dead and disembodied, I'll, I'll see her with it. If she's, like, somehow connected to this thing, but is still just, like, a spirit. Because that's how I detected the, uh, the things that possessed... Uh, right us uh yeah you cast a tech spirits and gaze through the astral window and you detect many many spirits this uh this bull-like creature is actually it looks like there's dozens maybe scores of spirits all twisted and tangled up inside of it all kind of like um like a lot of different knots or maybe if you like get a, a you get like 20 different headphone cords and put them in your pocket and shake it around for a little while mm-hmm. and then it comes out that like tangled mess that will never ever untangle. That's what this bull looks like on the inside. It is just this okay. mess of knotted souls twisted and wound together. Uh, does this bull look like the bull that killed uh, Gregor? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, maybe not like the identical bull. Maybe it's Yeah, I mean, tank, it looks like but... mostly because it was like a scaly bull, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks uh, is this a one lot scaling? like that. Okay. Um, uh, and it's around this point that the bull has starts to turn and l- starts walking towards the window. Because um, it's a clo- two-way window. You know, you can right. look both ways. Yeah. Can you close the window? I've seen what I need. Uh, she closes the window before the bull gets to, gets to the, the face of it. I've seen that creature before. It, um... And I'll, I'll go and give her memories of Georg being turned to stone by its breath. That. Uh, and then I'll, I'll also send the memory of like seeing the twisting, like writhing souls inside of this thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I suppose that uh, that confirms my suspicions. You think she's been eaten by it? Why would her soul be trapped if it was that simple, though? If it is a soul eater, if it's on the plane of shadow, it may be unable to escape. Things that die there may be stuck there. It is a not directly connected to the regular world. Our world. This complicates things. I thought some sort of rite or ritual might be enough to free them, but it seems like we may need to kill that bull. 
she thinks back as if remembering something and goes, that seems to have gone poorly for you in the past. Um, Before we didn't know what we were up against, I think I'll, uh, I, I can bank on knowing, knowing more about it. Knowledge is the best weapon. I, I'd like send some, some flashes of fighting basilisks before and, and managing mm-hmm. to come out the other end. Okay. She seems satisfied with this. Uh, Molly, who has doesn't see these images and has really no idea what all this magic chatter is about, <laughs> starts to slowly lower the sword and say, is it over? Uh, I'll look. I don't think I have extra dimensional detection prepared, so I can't. I assume the window's closed, right? It seems window's like it's closed. been closed. It's just a regular solid stone wall again. Uh, and I still have detect evil and detect spirits. Nothing came through, right? Nothing's come through. Uh, I look around the room just to make doubly sure and say, yes, it's over. Nothing's nothing's come in. Van's eyes are probably like somewhat like glowing and like merging different colors mm-hmm. from like multiple detecting magical mm-hmm. spells. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly sets the, uh, she's the sword and hands it back to you tentatively. A little sad to be gone. Th- thank you for your time. I appreciate it. So you're going to go there and kill that thing? Or are well, you going to bring it here and kill it? I'm not sure. I don't... This is where I could use your expertise, uh, Greta. I don't mm-hmm. know much about extra-dimensional travel, and the portal that we used is now unaccounted for, and I'll send a flash of where we last saw it. Hmm. There are... It is a, a difficult to get to the plane of shadow. It is not a a place typically ventured to. It's not a place intended to exist at all. Sort of a an accident of creation. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a dragon? You said they came from other worlds. They're the original denizens of the first prime materia plane. Well, So it's it's very likely that it's Have you ever heard of a shadow dragon? She's nods. Wait, did I did I ever see that or was that just Malachi? I can't remember. Cuz I know he he got attacked by it. <laughs> I think by now you probably have, that story has been shared between the two of yeah. you. You've been living um, together in a bachelor pad for a while like Yeah. Eventually it's going to um, get talked about. So I, I guess I don't have the first-hand account, but I'll I'll recount him being attacked by it and specify that I have no reason to, to distrust his word mm-hmm. um, and and mention that it's very likely that we know that creature can jump between the plane of shadow and the prime material plane and mm-hmm. it may very well be the thing that sent us there in the first place mm. um, but I'm, I'm wondering if maybe and I'll, I'll send a flash of speaking to the golden dragon back in Eridon and say perhaps perhaps that creature can also travel to it if they know how to travel between the planes perhaps they can travel between any of them. That is possible. Nixium is far, but it's doable. If the the war going on is is all that it's cracked up to be, Nixium might be difficult to reach. There could be many monsters or roaming armies in that part of the world. Nixium was the golden dragon, right? Right. Well. Um, let's see. She's going to search her mind for other dragons that might exist nearby. Her mind sounds an awful lot like a computer. 
Um, well, you know, there's a there are a lot of similarities between brain storage and computer storage. It's a, mm. a common way of um, comparing yeah. things. You know, it's not actually accurate, but it, it's close. It's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Well, that might be the best. There's the closest dragon here is a young silver one. Um, in a swamp to the west, but probably not old enough to know what we're doing or talking about. Hmm. Well, my friends, the one you saw get turned to stone may, uh, he, he knew how to teleport. My friend might've picked up that magic by this point. It, it could be an option. Simply teleporting directly to the lake. He's been there before. He would know it quite well. Uh, okay. Would you? Well, you're not asking me to accompany you to this plane, are you? No, no. I I understand. I, I lost Mother Elise. I don't want to lose anyone else to that place. She seems satisfied by this answer. Tell me, do you know any other ways to get there? My my dragon idea seems like a bit of a long shot, and I don't think the shadow dragon would be much for helping me. Hmm. Wizards tend to specialize in interdimensional travel more than clerics. Um, dragons are perhaps the first interdimensional travelers. Mm-hmm. The denizens of the second material plane occasionally are heard of or rumored to be heard of, but I'm not sure. What are those denizens? A different group of people? Not elves, I, no. I, I don't suppose. No, no. no. They, the first material plane was built for the gods to have a, a plaything, and they populated with the what they thought the perfect beings would be. Uh, dragons. Right. Uh and they would hope that these perfect beings would worship and revere the gods for having made them. Unfortunately, the dragons were fairly perfect creatures. They were wise enough not to need the guidance of the gods, strong enough to fend for themselves, even against natural disasters, stubborn mm-hmm. enough to resent the gods who subtly tried to manipulate them, and long-lived enough to be patient and intelligent enough to be self-sufficient, and. The gods were not needed and felt abandoned by their creatures, so they left the plane and tried again. The second time around, the gods created their creatures not to be perfect, but to be imperfect, to need the gods in their daily life, and to be open to changing their minds on who to worship. These creatures of weak will and great desire were nightmarish and chaotic. They switched gods rapidly and were dependent upon the gods for survival. Uh, They were needy and clingy and weak and easily corruptible. So the gods abandoned them too and moved here, created this place. And we are the happy medium between dragons and whatever nightmarish monsters they created in the second attempt. Do you... Do you know anything about those creatures? 
Not much. They mm. they were abandoned uh, before this world was created, so a long time ago. Uh, but every now and then, he, he dimensional, interdimensional wizard will claim to have visited their home, to have seen the dimly lit world where you can see the celestial sphere in the sky, but from a bizarre angle with the, the constellations all cockeyed, the sun as a distant small orb in the sky and actually able to see the elemental planes and the, the prime material plane suspended in the sky as if it were a part of the constellations itself. Mm. The, according to those who claim to have been there, the home of these creatures is destroyed but not lost. They still exist somehow, which I don't understand. <sighs> If they, there's no way they could live for millennia. So, I don't know. I see. Hmm. So do you think the dragon would be my best first option then? It's worth inspecting. I can't think of another way. Uh, the golden dragon was a she, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm she seemed checking. a bit. She seemed a bit passive when I last met her, but perhaps she'd be willing to help in this instance, even if it was just opening the gate. Uh, yes, female. Nixium is female. Um, I, I appreciate everything you've done for me here. Before before I go, Clerics of Malchus are responsible for much of the, the devastation and destruction we've seen. And I, I send her flashes of both, like, the everything we've learned about how they were trying to, like, cause chaos and destruction around the area and destabilize regions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I show, like, some of the murders they were doing. Um, I show the, the like, the conclave out in the swamp that we just massacred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of go through everything and uh, kind of send her most of them and say, I'd, I'd be very careful around around clerics of Malchus. I don't know what he's playing at, but it's something that I think most of us would not uh, like to see come to fruition. Yes, we have had a few small instances, and she uses your rapport spell to send you a, a couple of flashes of attempted assassinations here in Bontheris that were uh, foiled. There mm. were two against the... I forget the name of the position. The the leader of the town, the noble, they're not a prince or princess, but like a cousin of the the prince or princess of this area. I forget the right. the, the official technical title for that blood relation. But the, the ruler of this town, um, two assassination attempts, both foiled, um, one by a cleric, one by a, a hired hitman. Okay. Um, yeah. Well... Good luck with that information. I, d- I don't know how organized it is or what we can do to stop it, but there must be something. Hmm. Uh, before I go, actually, do you... I have a spell that can empower a cleric for a short time with uh, greater abilities. It's kind of merging two clerics together to create a, a stronger whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you be capable of casting the spell? 
a little bit. I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. Hmm. I have heard of such things by rumor only, but I know of no such spell myself. Hmm. Well, I... I'm wondering if it's worth burning. I really want to like contact Van is sick of sitting around in town. And I think he's just strongly considering just burning the scroll so that he can send a thought wave to Malachi. Thought wave would be the spell you'd need to cast. Yeah. Uh, it goes across any distance so long as he's on the same plane, or I think it might actually go to other planes as well. It's <laughs> a pretty sick spell. Yeah. Uh, is that uh, available to cheese? Yes, it-, it is. It is one of my spells. It's called thought wave. Uh, let me get you the, the spell description really fast. I, uh, thought wave. Ah, thought wave. One word. Here we go. <laughs> Send a short but powerful message to one or more specific individuals, informing them of a situation and general location. Spell instantly generates a powerful mental impulse, indicative of the caster's general mental state: anger, fear, pain, despair. Okay, so you could send some sort of like um, need. Emotion. Mm-hmm. Caster can designate as many as ten persons to receive. La 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 la. If more than ten individuals, no range limitation. Cannot be projected outside of the plane occupied by the caster. Automatically know who sent it, even if they've never met the priest. Right. <laughs> nice. Recipients also intuitively know the general source of the spell. Although they are unable to point, uh, pinpoint rooms, dungeon levels, landmarks, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, a fighter who could be suddenly struck by an image of Father Raistborn, who was injured and in great pain somewhere along the forest road. <laughs> oh, God. The priest might suddenly sense that patriarch, yada, yada. Perfect. Cool. So, actually, before, is is there... um. Did he, did Malachi tell me when he was planning to come back? Like, did he give me any information before he left? No, I think you were maybe like out of town doing something. Um, and when you got back, he was gone and Jeeves was like, oh, I think he went on a boat trip somewhere. I'm not quite sure where. Okay. I'm so sorry. I think what I'm going to do then, uh, let me make sure. I'm going to try and get a rough approximate. I guess she's at least fifth level. Let me make sure it'd be enough to bump me up to ninth. I need to look up how uplift works. I should be higher level. Mm-hmm. Uh, receives a charge magical energy, temporarily boost level priest for spellcasting amount increases one level per five levels of the lower level caster. So I would go up one level minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd actually be two if she's level six, which is interesting, but that wouldn't do anything for me. Uh, you're level seven? Eight. Oh, my information for you is out of date then. Yeah. Uh, so if I do that, I'd be able to send out the thought wave. God, I really want to get to level nine. I don't have any like super broken spells that are fifth level, but a lot of them are just really fun. Mm. <laughs> like thought wave and time pool. Mm. Uh, I think I'm going to give it How far are you from ninth? It's pretty far because clerics level up super slowly um, mm. until 10th level. Uh, I'm like 100,000 off, I think. <sighs> yeah, I'm 90,000 off. That'll be a little while. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uplift. Oh, did we get any experience during the downtime? I don't remember if that was. I don't think so. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask if she can cast this spell. I warn her that it might be a little bit draining on her, but I can, I can heal whatever damage she takes. Uplift? Yeah, I have a scroll of uplift. She'll um, take and I, damage from casting it? 2d6 points of damage from mental exhaustion. 
Oh my. Yeah, but I can I can heal that back up. Oh wait, no, cannot be healed by any means. Uh, I'll ask if she... healing though, right? That'll still work, right? No, no, no. It's healed by any means until the character's had at least eight hours of rest, and then it's totally healable. Cool. Um, I'd ask if she'd be available for, to do it tomorrow night because this is a little bit of an urgent issue. Yeah, she's down. Uh, what okay. is your total? Your max HP? Forty-six. Forty-six. Okay, and your AC is eighteen, nineteen. Uh, no, because I have a shield proficiency, so it's eighteen without a shield, twenty with. Twenty with. Okay. And you're still, uh, you're at more, what's your bonus to hit? Um, so I get two every three. I think I'm at plus six. Let me make sure that's still current. I don't actually remember. Uh, combat bonus. To, I have plus two from the sword. And then should be at back plus six to hit. And then it should be D eight plus priest two. level eight plus four. So plus six total. And right. I get three attacks every two rounds because of weapon expertise. All right. And you're doing D eight plus two damage. Yeah. Uh, plus three because of strength plus three. Perfect. Okay. Had yep, to update your little panel here. Uh, okay. Um, so yeah, I guess we, we skip a day in, in the game universe. Mm-hmm. Yep, we can uh, just skip a day. Um, right. She'll take care of her stuff. You can take care of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really know where Malachi is. He's gone somewhere and has been for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to find like a nice 500. It's a 500 GP sacrifice to cast uh, Uplift. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna find that nice 500 GP sacrifice. Just one of the things that we have in like our treasury in the mansion. Right. You know, one of your 500 GP things lying around. That's <laughs> fifty thousand copper for those of you who need conversion, which is it's quite expensive. You know, it's a year's yeah. salary for a uh, a middle class citizen of this world. Mm-hmm. I think it's more than that because it was only like a hundred something GP to get experts for Frofro. Yeah, oh, that's true. But they had to. There was travel costs and extra pay. Yeah, well, that that means yeah, that it's yeah, even yeah. more then, because it's yeah. it's like five times somebody's normal salary. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna find one of those, bundle it up so that you know people don't see us carrying around a massive amount of wealth, mm-hmm. and um, take it to the church that night and get ready to cast uplift. All right. Uh... Mother Greta is there. Molly is not. Mm-hmm. This is that same wonderful hour right before, right when everyone else is having dinner, and uh, you guys have clearly skipped dinner to get here on time. And uh, it's the two of you. You're All here. Right. Um, she looks at you and asks, <clears throat> Why is it that you're so intent on rescuing or absolving these souls. There are many people, and by your own admission, there are demons running amok in our world. Why are you so interested in rescuing these poor lost ones? Let's call it personal responsibility. I left the Plane of Shadow with the intent to return from the, for them, and we we couldn't make it back. I guess mm. the report is gone, but I say the intent was to take the portal to them. Mm. We, we found a portal to get out, but it wasn't transportable like we thought it would be. Mm. Mm. It's, um, 
I suppose it's just that. I feel personally responsible for what happened. I, I can't give you any other reason. <laughs> People don't necessarily do what they do out of a sense of reason. She nods. I appreciate that. Uh, Loomis may not be the god of life and creation or the god of nature or the one who holds the souls, but without Loomis, there, there would be no life, there would be no plants, there would be no day and night. We would all perish. In many ways, Loomis is the guardian of life and of the world. Mm-hmm. And it pleases me to hear you take such a, an interest in uplifting it. And with that, she will cast the Uplift spell. All right. Um, temporarily giving you two levels, right? Uh, yeah. If she's six level. She yeah. is six level. Okay. So I am technically level 10 now. Um, and I'm going, I immediately get the spells that I can, I guess technically if 10th level gives me two, I would get two spells. Let me see if there's anything. I get the spells that I would now know automatically. So let me see if I get two for being 10th level. So I might have some fun stuff to do. 10th level, you do get two fifth level spells. Let me check something really fast. Uh Uh-oh. the spell like sphere of annihilation and just decide to run amok instead uh, I'm thinking about time pool mm. there's some things that I've been wanting to know are we at a break point because it might be yeah why don't we take okay. a break here yeah. and uh, when we come back we'll figure out what sort of magic we're going to get into see you guys soon Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. All right, man, what are you going to do? All right, so the uplift goes off. It's kind of, I think we touch palms together, and there's like mm-hmm. a sudden like loud bang as we kind of like get blasted apart, and Van has like this big surge of power. And it also hits her, right? You both take damage? I think both of us do. Yeah, let me double check for you. Uh, uplift... Uh, cause yep. When we both suffer two d six points of damage, so I think that just comes right as the bang hits. I'll go ahead and roll mine. So I take seven. All right. Uh, why don't we just say you both take seven, which she sure. should survive. She should I, survive. You, it'd be really sad if she didn't. I don't. I mean, I don't know her con. Uh, it's five, so that's not good. Um. I mean, it's negative 10 is dead, so I'd be able to save her. Yeah, it'd be sort of hilarious. Well, you wouldn't, because she couldn't heal her. and she. I could probably stabilize her, though, right? Uh, Maybe, maybe. It'd be sort of hilarious if she died right now. It'd be really hard. Five is, like, minus two, I think, to Uh, HP. No, it's only minus one, so it's 68 minus six. She's got tons of HP. She's fine. Oh, yeah, no problem. She's got 20 whole hit points. Yeah. That's so bad. All right. <laughs> um, in that case, uh, oh, is the because uh, I cast unfailing endurance on her. Does that mitigate the uh, the exhaustion element? Like, would she be able to heal naturally pretty quickly from it instead of needing to rest first? No, I think the the uplift is a higher level spell than unfailing endurance. Um, I think they're so both fourth. Really? Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah, they're both fourth. It completely negates normal amounts of fatigue and mitigates the effects of greater levels of fatigue. Okay, maybe it does mitigate something. Operative spell during the casting, this priest must decide to come to completion to touch palms. The higher the priest of the higher level receives charged magical energy. Uh, I think she would get a saving throw because it says. I, I would say that's a reasonable way of handling because it, it normally you get a plus four bonus to saving throws against magical effects that cause mm -hmm. weakness, fatigue, or enfeeblement. So should mm -hmm. she just do a saving throw at plus four? That might make sense. Example, consider a party. Da, 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 da. Casting spells on arduous task, causing a severe drain on the priest when the spell expires. The uplifted character. Oh, it's just the uplifted character. It's just you. No, bo it says it drains both priests uh, mentally. But it says the uplifted character suffers 2d6 points of exhaustion. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So it's just you. So she's maybe not exhausted because of unfailing endurance. Um, so you're the okay. one who takes damage. Okay, okay that's fine. Whatever. Um, yeah. So I get two new spells. Van takes both Thought Wave and Time Pool. Um, and the first thing I'm going to send out here uh, is a Thought Wave to... I'm going to specify some people. I'm going to send it out to Joris, Darf, Tyrus Bellows, and Malachi. Malachi. All right. So those four people, as uh, long as they're alive. We'll get a, a sense of distress and urgency from Van Helsing that travels across the entire world. Right. And they, they should also get my general location. Yes. Okay. Let me just finish making some dice rolls here. And then um, okay. with this basin of water that, we, that we've set up for this time pool uh, mm -hmm. spell, I'm going to cast time pool and say, show me the descent of Malchus to the prime material plane. Right. And you will have a 70% chance, I believe is what we calculated. Fail! <laughs> oh. Sad. Sad. Uh, let's take a look here. Page 69. No. I don't even know how you could get it up to 90%. Time pool. I think if you've used time pool once before, oh, no, it's to view the same event, right? Yeah. Success um, if you've successfully seen it before, mm -hmm. so it which kind of defeats the purpose. Right. So space of 50 plus 10 for your level or for your uh, wisdom brings you to 60. 70 because you're informed about the event. Um, yeah, best you could get it to 80 if you It's still a fail no matter what. It's not going to happen. I'd have to have like happen. perfect conditions to pass it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think the spell kind of fizzles and the water just bubbles a little bit. Yep. Yep. No idea. Unfortunate. That's a shame. I was really excited to share that one. Yeah, I was I was excited to see it, but that's fine. We'll, we'll have more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you send out this this thought wave. The time pool doesn't really work. Yeah. And uh, you don't get a response through thought wave, do you? 
No, they just get the message. I think there's like a, a weird, like, bassy ricocheting sound as the thought wave goes out. Um, sort of like a low. Wah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of like uh, time and space is being distorted a little bit as it's being sent out. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're sending a bit of your mental state, like ripping it out of your head and sending it to somebody else. Nice. It's great. Okay. So she looks at you. Is that it? That's it. Uh, thank you for your help. You, are you unharmed? Uh, a little fatigued, but it's it's nothing. Very well. Thank you for your help. And um, from personal experience, good luck with, with running a temple. It's a, it's a draining task, I would know. Yes. Uh, there are many sheep to be tended to, and the shepherd never gets to rest. I understand exactly how it feels. Good luck with your duties. She bids you adieu and uh, goes to retire for the afternoon or evening. All right. And then I think I'm just going to go crash because I'm the one who got hit pretty hard by that. Yeah. Oh, wait. Do I get a save against the fatigue since I got uh, unfailing endurance? Sure. Give me a save. Uh, no plus four. Just a nope. whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, because you don't normally get a save at yep. all. So, so I, I go crash. Yep. You pass out wounded, uh, drained, exhausted. Um, having no idea when these people will hear your message, or, well, they mm-hmm. must hear it now, but no idea when they will respond to it, if at all. Yeah. Uh, and you wake up uh, probably like a day, maybe a day and a half later, you know, having slept mm-hmm. heavily with no yep. immediate tasks to follow after. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to do until Malachi gets here, unfortunately. Hmm. Um, well, what... Uh, what things might you need down the road? You know, you might need Malachi well, to get to the dragon. Yeah. What other things well, could you prep for that? Scrolls. scrolls. Scrolls are what I could prep. Uh, okay. Um, so I could look into the, the ones third level and below are the easy ones, right? And then fourth level is reading to start doing fancy stuff. That sounds familiar. I'd need to double check the rules, but that sounds about right. Okay. Um... I probably shouldn't go hunt dangerous and rare monsters alone. <laughs> uh, but I'll look and see what I can make. Because I, I could use a few scrolls here just to make our lives easier going forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. God, Malachi's going to be pissed when he finds out I just blew like a thousand GP to send him that message. <laughs> okay. La la la, la la la. Cleric, druid. Um, Ink for spells of first to third require rare ingredients. Yes. And then, because I made a fourth level one before. Right, fourth and above, fourth to six require exotic. Okay, I don't remember what we used actually. Because it was, Uplift was about power and I used something with power in it, but I can... We've got a lot of weird shit lying around. Let me see what I can. Yeah, let's see. Rare materials are more difficult to find. A particular type or grade of silk, diamonds, rock feathers, ebony, a wizard's bones, iron smelted by a master dwarven smith would be rare. Intangible materials can include the tears of a heartbroken maiden, the strength of a king, the essence of a rose harvested on the first night of a new moon. Wow. As opposed to the second night of a new moon, I guess. I guess maybe. That might make sense, but yeah, a, a new moon. Uh, common materials produced or gathered under unusual circumstances, such as the rose essence, uh, count as rare. 
So that would be okay. first through third level spells. Need um, rare inks. Sure. I have the queen's crown. I think we melted down the king's crown. Oh, yeah. You did something with that. We Because we were trying to contact. Did that get melted? I don't remember if it actually melted or not. Yeah, no, 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 because we were trying to, like, make a big sacrifice. Right. Something, one of those crowns or both of them got consumed. I could melt down a uh, the crown of an ancient queen and use that as an ink. Like a liquid gold ink? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. I'd have to mix it. It'd be diluted, but it would still be liquid gold ink. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we still have any, like, hides of shit that we killed? That's what I'm looking for right now. I'm trying to find where my Chester file is. Hmm. Hard objects. Rolled piece of canvas. A rolled piece of canvas and a painting. Do you know what was on that canvas? Was it just a blank canvas? I have no idea. How big is it? <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe that's, canvas... one of the, maybe that's one of the things that got sold to pay for your house or something. Oh, no, 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 no. We didn't, we didn't, because we, we looted uh, two towns. Oh, I think we right. had tons and tons of gold. You just had straight cash. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it's a, if it's a blank rolled up piece of canvas, it's probably ancient, right? I have no, I don't know where this we canvas got these from came the from. Remember when we looted the basilisk lair and there was like all this super old stuff in it? Yeah. Like I got the case with all the precious statues of the gods and the chess set. Right, right. Hold on. There should, I should have some notes. No, 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 no. It's not, where are my notes? Maybe I don't have a basilisk. Uh, maybe it's under a crown. Rofro, not it. Um, sort by last modified. Let's see. Mm. No, I have no idea. No idea. Okay, I mean, it's we know that they're ancient because they came from back before the breaking, those queen and king's crowns. Right, right. So I assume the canvas is probably pretty pretty damn old as well. Right, it's probably some sort of painting that's been rolled up and just never got unrolled and inspected. Yeah, so I think, that I mean, that would, like, ancient canvas mixed with uh, the, the melted down crown of an ancient queen should probably suffice for rare. Yeah, that And then what I was good. doing for exotic is putting a griffin onto our... Uh, our extract bloodless because I feel like the blood of a proud and powerful creature would work pretty well for uplift. Okay, let's, let me just double check what they the book uh, regards as exotic. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what we used for uplift before. I think it. I think oh, I smashed up one of the statues, or I smashed up something that that represented power and like mixed it into the ink or something. Exotic materials can only be acquired through adventure on the part of the character. Silk woven from a phase spider, a faceted diamond never exposed to light, an archmage's bones, a lock of a goddess's hair, steel smelted from a fallen star. Um, intangible are tears of a heartbroken princess, the strength of the greatest king in the world, the essence of a rose harvested by the light of a comet that returns once every 20 years. Okay. Um... 
Yeah, so I think... So I think for exotic... I don't think I have the exotic on me, is the thing. Okay. So I want to, like, get some, like, a shopping list, basically, for my my exotic spells. Let's get a shopping list. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking, like, the blood of a griffin, willfully given, is something I think exotic. That's pretty exotic, yeah. Yeah. Willfully given griffin's blood. Uh, what else would I need? I probably want a parchment to put on. What would be like a rare and exotic parchment? Hmm. What do you normally make it from and what could be... So it's usually like animal hide, right? Parchment? Parchment is animal hide, yes. Typically. It would be something that I could take the height of. Something nice and exotic, but also available. Um, something that's powerful. The parchment of a powerful wizard. You could skin Malachi and make a scroll out of him. <laughs> Maybe Joris. <laughs> skin Joris instead, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, you know what I could do? Hmm. I could I could put off the the parchment until he started killing some of these demons because I'd say they're pretty damn exotic. Mm, mm-hmm. But mm. I can I can probably do some rare stuff right now. I don't think you need rare parchment for. Um. I just need some sort of rare materials. I'm just trying to make it good, right? Mm-hmm. Like a good deal. Right. Um. But yeah, I think like the canvas we looted is probably pretty big, so I can probably fit a lot on it. And then the melted down crown of a queen, and I want to scrap out a few like lower level spells so that I right. can stop. Right, you can probably them. get quite a bit with the, the <laughs> parchment and the the queen's crown. Yeah. The only downside is that um, if I do it all on one thing, then if anything's cursed, I'd I'd destroy the whole thing if I cast remove curse. Remove curse doesn't just remove the one curse spell; it removes the whole. So you can remove a curse from a scroll, mm-hmm. but if if any of the spells on that scroll are cursed, it will dissolve the scroll, right? Mm. Which is not a problem if you put everything on its own scroll. But if you're sharing a scroll mm-hmm. between spells, then it's a little bit more problematic. Mm. Uh, let me look here. Spell research. Not seen scrolls actually. Mm. Uh, page one hundred six of the spells and magic. Oh, you're using the expanded yeah. books. Okay. Yeah. Spells and magic. Priests may scribe scrolls when they reach seventh level. Perfect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Scrolls. Here we go. <clears throat> plus 1% per level, so 88%, and then um, a 96 or above creates a a curse scroll, so it's only 40%. Right. Let's see, base chance is 80, plus 1% per level, so it would be 88. Yeah, Um, so pretty good, and I've got enough to do a bunch of low-level spells, so I think we're good there. Okay. Cool. 
Ooh. I can make protection scrolls. Hmm. Uh, ma elements, magic, petrification, plants, poison. Petrification. Do you have stone to flesh as a spell? Oh, do I need the equivalent spell? Uh, yeah, I think you need stone to flesh to... Oh, but you can research the scroll using normal spell research rules. Hmm. Effect, divide the experience point value by 500, then add two. Okay. And we can get a list of protection scrolls and sort them out as well. There's my DMG. Ah. Oh god, don't break. Because that petrification could be really, really handy if we have to start killing uh, petrifying bulls. Yeah, if you got to kill a gorgon, that would be a wonderful thing to have on hand. Let's see. Scroll of protection from petrification is 2,000. So 2,000... Divided by 500 is... Plus 2 four, is 6. 4, 5, 6. <coughs> so you need a 6th level spell, which is Stone to Flesh. Level 6. Right. Uh, so does that mean you can't create that scroll oh, until you can research 6th level I'm spells? I'm not sure. It seems weird that protection from petrification would be the same as stone to flesh, level-wise. Hmm. Hmm. Not... Oh, it is spell level. Okay. I thought it was character level. That's unfortunate. Uh... <laughs> oh, how, how frustrating. Yeah. Uh, you don't get six level spells until like level thirteen. I think we're gonna have to go oh. nuclear on any gorgons that we're we're expecting. Like we'd have to cloud kill them basically. Yeah. You're gonna have to do something like that. Mental domination. Okay. Um yeah, so I'm gonna do a few rare scrolls then. Uh so I want to scribe out uh hold poison. Okay. Twice. Um what else could I use here? What What is important that I always take with me that I'd like to stop wasting spell slots on? Uh, I'll do two slow poisons. Because those are good preemptively. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll do one nap. And that's mm. so five scrolls for now. Mm -hmm. uh, three second level, two third level. What's the cost again? It's 100 GP per spell level. I think so. I wasn't paying close attention, but that's, I think you guys are so wealthy enough right now that we can kind yeah. of forego that. At some point in the time, I'm just going to declare that you guys have like bankrupt your treasury and you'll need some more money. <laughs> yeah, um, all right. So I spent 1200 making yeah. some scrolls. Yeah, that'll that'll come up kind of randomly, you know. Yep. Um, so I'm going to spend 1200 making some scrolls, and then once it's all over, I'll cast Remove Curse to make sure I didn't... Uh, fuck anything up, and I probably still have some leftover ink. Um, yeah. But let's go ahead and see if I did rolled any 96s. Uh, Alright, so I will roll this shit in secret. Uh, what is your it's, chance it, You don't to... need to do it in secret, because I oh, remove curse remove will curse. destroy it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I did 5, I think, so 5d100. We're good. Uh, you're all good? Everything pass. Every perfect. Yeah, because it's base 80%, and there we go. Yeah. Fantastic. So right. you have your five scrolls. Uh, can you just put the... You have them written down on a sheet somewhere? 
Yeah, I'll, I have them on my spell list. Fantastic. Uh, scrolls. Actually, let me just make this more organized. I have a really nice organization on the spell list, and I'd like to keep it. I can't tell uh, if that's sarcasm or not. No, it's actually really nice. Here's what okay, I've cool. what I've got now. It's really good looking. Check this out. It's got like all this all this dividing stuff between it. I love Ooh, it. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, slow poison times two, hold poison times two, and uh, nap times one. Okay. All right. Um, whew, what else should we do? Research the greater tree spell, says chat. <laughs> I don't know what greater tree would be. But uh, can... Last longer and I become a bigger tree because I can only be like a, a big dead tree or like a small shrub. Oh, uh, this one you could be like a... A tall standing tree. It's the fourth level equivalent. Ooh. <clears throat> nice. Malachi would be really pissed if I blew gold on that, so I have to look at this. <laughs> Malachi, research. you have to hurry back. I just <laughs> discovered the greatest spell. <laughs> Hold on. Like... How does this How does this work? Because clerics can research spells. Yeah. Um, spell research. Conducting research. 1d10 times 1,000 per spell level. Um, if the character meets all expenses and puts in his time with the books, he may attempt a success roll after the minimum research. Uh, two weeks per spell level is passed. Chances 10% uh, modified by the researcher's intelligence score and experience level. What does that mean? Where is this same as spells and magic? Yeah. Uh, that seems really low. I might not do this if that's how low it is. So the base is 10% plus 17 plus 8 minus 2 times the spell level. That's horrible. Why would I ever try, try this? It, to create your own spell? Because I think you yeah. can just add, um, for every extra week that you spend, you add 10% or something. Do I have to re... Oh, I just continue the, the research. I don't have to restart from scratch. Right. I think it just okay. keeps going and you just keep... Okay. So I, I put in the money and I just have to put in the time after that. And it's just so. extra weeks. Okay. I'll do that then. I'll research Crater Tree. Let's let's make a spell here, Neil. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to piss off Nick so much. <laughs> <laughs> he might be in chat right now. I know. Um, it's great. Okay. Um, so Crater Tree. Uh, if it's mm -hmm. a fourth level spell... As for, tree is a third level spell, right? Yes. Okay. So I think the big things that would that would justify going up to fourth level, because that's a pretty big jump. Um, like the the bigger tree is just like a, a descriptive change, right? That's just that's a nice. Mm -hmm. it, it just sounds cool. Right. Um, for for like a nice increase, I think a duration increase would be good, and something that makes it a little bit more defensible. Like maybe like increased defense from physical attacks if something tries to hit you. Or maybe like some sort of um, cloaking, like something actually has to attempt. Like if, if somebody casts detect magic against tree, it's detected, right? Um, maybe this would require you to like make a successful roll to detect it with detect magic. Okay. Let me find the tree spell itself so we can get something compared to. Casters, they will assume the form of a small, da -da -da. although close inspection cannot reveal the plant is actually a person. And for all normal tests, he is, in fact, a tree or shrub. The caster is able to observe all that goes on around. AC and hit points of the plant are those of the caster. The caster can move the spell at any time. 
Uh, note that all clothing and gear worn are carried. Okay, so changing it so you wouldn't be detectable by magic. What is the non-detection as a spell? Non-detection itself is third level. Okay, so mixing that with tree would be enough to bump it up to fourth, I think? I think it might bump it up more the fourth, though. That's, oh, I see. Yeah, that might be might be a little strong. Um, what can we do instead of non-detection? Um, um, we... So it could be... It could be like a greater amount of protection, right? Like, Because right now, if something attacks me in tree form, it just attacks my normal AC. Mm -hmm. I could get like a bonus to AC or damage resistance, or it could be like I'm literally inside of this giant tree because it could be a big tree. Mm -hmm. um, so they'd actually have to like go through the tree itself to get to me. Uh, I, I could see something like that. Um, with the existing tree spell, you become you don't enter a tree. You, I become a tree. You become a tree. Okay. And it could be like maybe like I become a tree, but I'm like the internal bit of it. So like mm -hmm. somebody would have to like get through the bark. Uh, this like thick hide, like yeah, very thick bark to be able to right. damage. Me. So we could say maybe it gives you like a, a like some extra sort of HP. HP shield. Yeah, like, like temporary a... HP, like twenty or thirty temporary hit points, something like sure. that. Sure, sure. Uh, why don't we make it like a die roll for funsies? Sure. Uh, if it's a fourth level spell, you need to be a seventh level caster. So seventy something that ends up being thirty. Seventy-eight. Uh, 30 divided by 7 is 4 and a half, so 78 is about 30, yeah. Okay, I'm, um, I'm so fine So it should be this. an extra D8 temporary HP per level <laughs> of the caster. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see, what is... That's that's one thing we could do. Could it do... What is... Is there any sort of protection against, like, magic when you're in tree form? Like, a, a magical attack? Ooh. I'm on the wrong page. Oh, what if instead of extra HP, you need uh, the tree can only be hit by plus one magic weapons? Ooh, okay. I don't know if that's too strong, but I—I I mean, I literally can't do anything as a tree. I feel like that's a reasonable. Yeah, maybe the tree is just immune to non-magical weapons. I like that. That sounds pretty good because then magic spells can still mess with you. And if someone like takes the time to build a bonfire around the tree, eventually it will catch fire. But like you go into tree form and you can't just be like chopped down. <laughs> All right. Uh, and what's the, the existing t duration of tree? A long time. Oh, shit. Okay. Six turns plus one turn per level. Um... Yeah, should we up the duration a bit? Yeah. We could do like two turns or uh, uh, two turns per level. I was just going to say six hours plus one hour per level. Just I'd change be, from I'd turns to hours. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Okay. <laughs> I can do this. I can. All right. So immune to non-magical weapons and duration in hours instead of turns. Yeah. Also, I'm a, I'm a big living tree. I'm like a, a massive oak now. Right. And I think there's Wonderful. room for still like... Um, you know, greatest tree spell where you become like a sequoia or something. <laughs> and that, that gives the... you protection against like nor like lower level magic spells. Right. Like immunity magic to missile fire, immunity yeah. to like first and second level spells, yada, yada, yeah. yada. And that'll be like the fifth or sixth level spell. I like this. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm going to roll 4d10 here um, and then multiply that by 100 for the cost. Because mm -hmm. it's it says 1d10. 
Um, times 100 per spell level, so I'm just going to do it as 4d10, because that seems to make the most sense to me based on that reading. Sure. Uh, 4d10 times 100. <laughs> okay, that's... <laughs> That's okay. It's fairly average. Yeah, yeah. Um, I blew almost that much on my uh, my uplifts. Okay, so da, 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 da. so I'm just gonna copy the exact same spell and add in. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm just gonna say. And then I assume I have a while till Malachi gets here. So as long as I don't fail like 50 rolls in a row, I should be able to get this. Right. Okay. I'll just go and start doing this really fast. Uh, 17 and 8 is 25, so it's 35 minus uh, 4, so 31, I think. So I need 31 or lower. Nope. Got it. Wow. Nice. All right. Uh, I have learned Van Helsing's meteoric growth. <laughs> uh... So we said uh, higher casting or um, higher duration, and you're immune to non-magical weapons, and you're a bigger plant. Was yeah, that I'm a fourth a, thing? Yeah, because usually you're like a small shrub. So now I'm like a, a large oak. Or, you know, some other tree that fits in the region. Right. And the... Was the phrasing on the? We'll assume the form of a small living tree or shrub, or that of a large dead tree trunk with only a few limbs. Okay, is able to assume the form of a large. Um, and the caster is able to assume the form of a large. Oh, uh, can I specify a smaller tree? Is it is it malleable like that? Uh, yeah. Let's say up to a... A great oak. Um, it's... sure. Oh, maybe... Yeah, and then the fifth old one would be, like, that massive tree that's clearly, like, the king of the forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, form of large tree, like a great oak, or something <laughs> smaller. Or... Perfect. Immune to non-magical attacks, and all right, this is this is great. This is, uh, non-magical this is a perfect... weapons, but still fire. Yeah, still vulnerable yeah, yeah, yeah. to fire in those. That's okay. cool. Sure. Um, that yeah, this is <laughs> perfect. All right, <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. Uh, how much money did this cost? Twenty-two hundred. I have 22... spent four thousand gold. We we looted more than that because I know we looted like seven k or something from from Shirebrook. Yeah, four thousand gold is like half a million copper. That's <laughs> a huge amount of money. Oh my god, That's I could beautiful. have been investing in like mithril full plate, but no, fuck that. This is this is a much better use of your money. Exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, let me just make sure that this goes into the right spheres and everything. Look, as far as I'm concerned, this is just insurance against Nick trying to fuck off alone again. Now, now he knows. Don't leave. Don't leave Van alone. <laughs> uh, five, five, eight goes to sphere eighteen. So let me make sure this goes to the right spell sphere. Uh, eight, nine, one goes to eighteen. Hmm. <laughs> 
All right. It has now been added to the list of spells. And uh, if you take a look at what spells you can uh, learn, it should be in that list somewhere now. Uh, what's it called? Greater Tree. Greater Tree. Not in the list, actually. Oh, wait, maybe uh, I have to do a hard refresh. Let me check that. Not here still. Hmm. Is it not? Did I... Age plant. Uh-oh, did I fuck this up somehow? Let's... Maybe I don't have that sphere as so a major. You tree sphere, right? Yeah, but it might be a minor, so it, it wouldn't show up on my list if it was oh. fourth level. Oh, no. Can we say, since it was Van Helsing's signature spell, he gets the, uh, uh, the push that he needs? Yeah, we'll say it's available to Van, even if it's not normally available to Clerics of Chiefs. All right. Um, let me make it, sure it, it actually made it into the list. <laughs> it, it was his signature, yeah. Let me, let me just check the, the priest spell list. Let the whole thing load. Greater tree is still not on the full spell list, actually. Okay, so let's. Why? You didn't misspell greater, did you? Not to be. Uh, oh, I definitely did. Yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, I missed an A. <laughs> uh, that's classic. Let's try refreshing again and greater tree. Hey, it's on the list. Do I have it as a cheese spell? Let's check. Uh, it is not does. on the list for cheese normally. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think uh, it's a nature and cheese only minors in nature. Yep. Okay, that's cool. fine. But, but you, Stan has it. Yeah. He I mean, it's his signature spell, right? He can't. You can't yes. not have it. I mean, that's how you escaped exactly. the Gorgon the first time around, I think, was the, the tree spell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or no, not the Gorgon. Um, I flew away from the Gorgon with Windborn. Okay. Um, I, I escaped the something. Oh, I escaped getting killed when, when Malachi murdered a bunch of people in, in Redport. <laughs> you just like train in the middle of town hiding. Yep. And yep. I blocked the door to the Griffins by turning right. into a tree. Right, right. Yep. Useful spell. Super useful spell. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I love that spell. <laughs> okay, so you've researched a spell. You've got a bunch of scrolls. You want to head to Nixium to talk to the gold dragon and find a way to the shadow plane to then yes. go find Mother Elise there. And yeah. um, what is the plan once you find her? So my I guess something we can do now, I need to find another cleric who would know, like somebody of Martha, because I need to be able to like save their souls after I kill this bull, right? Right. Um, so maybe a, a cleric of Falumbra, a goddess of souls? Oh, okay. I thought, of... Who's Martha then? Goddess of life and creation, which yeah, that's sounds I... like it might have to do with souls, but there's a, a okay. little separation. Sure. Yeah, so I'll, I'll put out some feelers looking for a cleric of Falumbra. Somebody of, like, pretty solid stature, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how would you like to go about that? Just like asking the other clerics that you know? Um... Yeah, I'm looking for a significant cleric of Falumbra, and I, I kind of like specify, I need somebody of like a, a strong standing with their god. So you can uh, fairly easily find that the, the greatest uh, clerics of Falumbra that can be found in Arcadia 
would be in Eridon over in the heat stroke region. That's where mm -hmm. the, the great pyramid to the gods is. Uh, that's where you were in the shadow realm at the pyramid in heat stroke. Okay. Um, and that's probably where a, a the uh, the best Falumba clerics can be found. Okay. Other than that, is there anyone like Tordwick, Thron, or Renta, or any of the other towns on the way? I'm looking for something in Drekus. Right. So Drwick, Thron, or Renta is a large capital city. There's definitely going to be a bunch of clerics in there. Let's let me just let me make some rolls and find out. Sure. Um. Sure, this will be fine. Oh, I need a tally marker. Am I able to nap when I'm a greater tree? <laughs> I don't think you can cast spells yeah, as a I tree. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, unless it's... If there's no somatic, I might, I might argue for this. But I'll look right now. Uh, so, yes, there is a cleric of Falumbra, at least one cleric of Falumbra in Wickthron Morenta. Okay. And I, they're fairly significant. Uh, they're, yeah. They're... Actually, there are two in there um, that you that are heard of. There is a, uh, a small shrine. Maybe I shouldn't say small. Well, it's a small-ish shrine to Falumbra in Wickthron Morenta that has been... Um, overseen by this couple. Uh, they're both half-elves, and they're both clerics of Falumbra, and they met separately here in Wickthron Renta and sort of, like, joined together to cultivate this uh, small shrine. And they've mm -hmm. been doing it for, like, 60 years or something. They don't okay. get out and travel much, but they're known throughout the area as the now the mated pair of half-elves that run the Falumbra shrine in Wickthron Renta. Okay. Um, in that case, um, I'm going to start looking around for a carriage then. Like, I'm going to look for, like, some sort of group that's traveling in force, and I'll offer to uh, to accompany them and guard from any dangers as well in exchange for, you know, <laughs> traveling with them. Sure. Basically, I don't want to fight alone is what I'm getting at in case anything bad is in those mountains. Right, right. Let me just make some notes so I won't forget all of this stuff next time we play. Um. Mm -hmm. Cool. So you can find a... Let's take a look at the world map. Oh, we're looking at the world map already. Perfect. So you want to take a uh, a carriage ride from Bontheris up through Grumpbrun to Fenden to Wickthron Renta. Yep. Um, and I'm basically just saying, like, I'll I'll help guard your carriage along with whatever cell swords you have in exchange for traveling with you. Mm hmm Okay. You have miles on the the map. I do. I'm just. Uh, playing with the new features because now you can right-click and set rally points yeah. with your thing, which is new and You didn't used to be able to do so. I'm just enjoying the, the functionality <laughs> uh, Can do you're gonna leave poor Jeeves your own carriage driver behind for this task. I assume he's now maybe your butler no Yeah, I don't think driver. he really does much carriage because he retired, right? 
He, yeah. he was wanting to retire. He was trying to retire, and then you all moved here together, and now he's kind of like your butler and caretaker. Mm -hmm. But is there uh, is there horse racing? Uh, in in this town, Ferris, they do they do boat racing up and down the river instead of horse ah. racing. Okay, which is is not his specialty, but more than once you found him uh, passed out on the banks of a river after a boat race uh, in the shade you know with a bottle of wine next to him probably mm -hmm. having a good time I, I think I've probably extended suggestions to him that he should see if he can uh, get that get that funded by some sort of investor boat racing or horse racing no horse racing see oh. if he can bring it to Bond Theres. Well, he'll need an angel investor with lots of money lying around to spend on these sorts of things. I'm sorry, Jeeves. I just spent it on very important magical research. Oh, of course, of course. Mm. Listen, uh, in case Malachi gets back soon, I doubt he will. He's a bit of a louse like that. Um, uh, le leave a message. I'm going to Wickthorn Rorenta, and I should be back soon. I simply need a bit of information. But tell him to wait for me, because I have, I have an urgent task for the both of us. Okay. Jeeves will hold your message for you, and you can take the 80, 90... Uh, like a hundred mile journey, it looks yep. like. Yeah. Um, and I will, uh, as soon as I find the carriage, I'll put unfailing endurance on every single one of their horses. <laughs> to because I want to go fast. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to. I don't want to mess around here. Mess around here. Okay. Um, let's see here. Why don't we take one last break and then sure. we will roll through Wickthron Marenta and see what's up over there. So we'll be back in a few minutes. Bye-bye, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. Whew. So you are going to go from not Grump Run, from Bond Theris to Wickthron Marenta. And it's a bit of a trek. Now, one of the things that you're going to notice when you try and head out that way is that this passage between these hills is pretty freaking dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so usually when people traverse it, they like get a big caravan of lots of wagons together and lots of armed fighters. You know, they'll like every week or two weeks, they'll they'll wait for like a, a buildup of travelers and then all go together to keep themselves safe mm -hmm. on the road. Um, okay. If you uh, want to try and go more quickly, you can see if you can swing something, or you how can like wait around. How big for of a, a while. caravan are you talking? Uh, between eight and twenty carts. Okay, how many horses would that be? Uh, minimum sixteen, maximum eighty. Okay. Um. Hmm. You know what? I'm f how how far do horses normally travel a day? Forty-eight miles. Um, well, through those hills, it's like a two-day journey from Grump Run to Bonferris. Okay. This is a uh, rough terrain. Usually, the horses will wait at a small. Um, it's like a, a tavern, kind of a area out of the hills, a little bit, mm -hmm. and then that's where they'll all gather, and then they'll push over the mountains in one day. Right uh in that case i'll just i'll wait i don't i don't need to rush it that much if it's 48 miles a day it won't take too long either way cool and malachi is probably going to take like at least a month to get back malachi is currently um under the sea uh having a, a weird adventure with a, a strange spell casting person yeah and did you catch his uh one shots his i have not not yet at least okay i know he got like attacked by a sea monster or something 
there was a, a sea monster bit. Yeah. 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 Cool. So you can wait for the carriage uh, for everyone to, to head over there, join them on the journey. Where is our land? Uh, oh, we're missing all the new songs. That's such a shame. Uh, so you can make your way there. Uh, from Grump, the, the real dangerous part is Bonthers to Grump Run. The rest of the route is pretty good, pretty easy. Mm -hmm. uh, not a lot in the way of monsters. It's in the heart of the uh, civilization. There are some centaurs mm -hmm. around that area between Grump Run and Fenden, but they rarely bother people, uh, mostly offering trade or whatnot. Uh, so I think okay. you can spend three days... Four days, maybe, and you can travel to Wickthron Rorenta. Okay. To the capital city here. Uh, it's based along the edge of the Lamdune River with walls that kind of come up to it and then watchtowers and, like, another wall that runs along the river with plenty of gaps for people to get easy access to the river. On the mm -hmm. other side are orcish tapestries, not tapestries, um, emblems and, like, um, totems that guard the, the western side of the river from you know, where the orcs live. Mm -hmm. uh, it's sort of a, a stalemate-ish standoff. Uh, the city itself is kind of quiet the day that you enter. There's a soft rain coming down. Most of the people are inside. It's a Sunday. Everyone's taking the day off and relaxing. Um, the only people out and about are those that absolutely need to do something. Mm -hmm. um, and you find yourself sitting on the northern, or standing on the northern entrance to town, looking through the quiet city streets on this dismal, rainy day. All right. I, uh... Van probably has an umbrella. We're, we're obnoxious rich people, right? Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's probably... I imagine umbrellas are fairly rare. Yeah. Oddity. Uh, umbrellas didn't actually get to be used for rain until, like, the 1800s, commonly. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They used to be sunbrellas, and people would just wear hats and coats yeah, those and stuff. parasols. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think he, he probably has an umbrella like, you know, any obnoxious rich person. And he starts traveling through uh, Wickthron Rorenta and asking around about these half-elves, these clerics of Falumbra. Mm -hmm. You very quickly uh, get led to where they have a small-ish shrine. It's actually just like at a, an intersection of some minor streets that aren't really of a particular note in the southwest corner of town. Mm -hmm. Um... The shrine is, it's a, a small building, maybe eight feet wide and five feet deep. Um, only the three walls, so you can kind of like walk in and stand under the shelter from the rain. And mm -hmm. there is a, uh, what do we call it? What's that color? Like an off-white grayish disc that looks like the moon that's suspended from four guy wires, uh, two on top at angles and two down below. So it's kind of hovering in the air and held there tightly and won't kind of move around or anything. Okay. Uh, there is a single half-elf there, um, a, a male half-elf, kind of older mm -hmm. in his years, uh, sitting on a, a small stool, sipping a cup of tea. There's a little fire next to him, a small fireplace where he's got a, a pot of water that has been just moved off of it. Um, he's kind of looking out at the city streets, which are empty, uh, until you approach. Said, Good day. I'm in search of a uh, powerful and experienced cleric of Falumbra. Hmm. And 
for what do you need such a cleric, young man? And I, uh, I hold up my medallion to show that I'm a, a cleric of cheese, and I say, uh, not to be too forward, but would it be fine if I cast a spell for this? It would be much quicker. And the, the explanation is a little bit complicated. He beckons and kind of has you, like, motions to a nearby stool, offers it to you, and says, first, let us, uh, let us chat a little. Of course. Very few people seek us out. Uh, only those that have recently lost someone, or those with questions that usually bring problems. Uh, which of these two are you? Uh, questions. I don't know if they'll bring you problems, but questions all the same. Mm-hmm. He sits for a while thinking and pours you a, a cup of tea, kind of aimlessly without even asking if you want it, and hands it over and says, uh, you know, the, the gods do work in mysterious ways. The the answers you hope to find might not be what your might not be as pleasant as you like. Are you sure it's... you want to know what's going on? I I have to. Okay. Uh, he turns to you and kind of looks expectantly and says, um, cast your spells, Cleric. All right. So I, uh, like, I, I kind of put my hand, like, rub my fingers on his temples for a few seconds. It's most, like, the, the thing. And I kind of establish this mental link between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And I cast Rapport. And you share with him all the uh, things? I share, yeah, I share, like, the, the plane of shadow that we were stranded in. Like, a very brief summation of our journey there. Um, and mm-hmm. then I show uh, my attempt to scry on the plane of shadow and find the souls of the deceased and how they're trapped and writhing this demonic entity. And then I'll tell him that I'm I'm looking for a way. I, I I think I can slay the bull, but I need some way to uh to funnel the souls out of the plane of shadow once I've done so. And frankly, it's it's not my area of expertise. I, I was hoping you might know more. Hmm. Do you share the the, the visions of the bull and all the detection spells you did? Yeah, with I it? show I show the window and like all the yeah. Like the writing souls that were inside, he definitely gets that. I figure right. that would be something that would spur a Falumbra cleric into action, right? Like that's that's got to be like a that's... horrible demonic thing, right? Yes, uh, and you can see as you kind of come out of the rapport, his face is a little pale, a little drained. Um, he looks at you and says, "That's." disturbing in so many ways. Indeed. Can you bring it here? That beast? That creature we saw? I suppose it's possible. Uh, Can you do it safely? (laughs) No. No, I uh, I flash an image of that thing turning Georg into stone. And I I say, I think we can kill it, and I I show, like, Malachi's cloud kill ability and show one of, like, the instances of me manipulating the winds as a cleric. Right. Um, And I say, I I think we can kill it, but we're in a... I'm not... Leave leave killing the demon to me. I, I need help with saving the souls once it's been slain. I worry if you slay it they will be lost or transferred mm-hmm. or 
Hmm. If I were to capture it, would you be able to pull their souls out? He nods slowly. I believe so. Uh, do you don't have a sample demon? Are they all like this? Are they all twisted knots of... This is the first I've seen of it. I... So I'll send the spirits that were possessing people. Mm-hmm. And, and I... I kind of posit that I think these things are trying to turn people into demons themselves. It's like a method of reproduction for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why these why these bowls collect like this massive torrent of souls in them, but I don't know. Are there it, can can you bring me any of these demonic creatures? Maybe not this one. Are there smaller, safer ones? None of them are safe. Um well, with time safe. I might be able to bring you one of them. Uh, hmm. But I don't think we saved any of their corpses, but we, we plan to go back to the area where they were, so it would likely be a, uh... I, I, th- I think we could bring you one of their corpses. I don't I don't know if we could bring you the bull, well, but we could bring you something. Can you bring me a living one? It's possible. If you what, kill what would it, you their souls should disperse, mm-hmm. so a dead one would not be of very much use. But... A living one. Uh, there are many things we could divine from it. If I brought you the bull straight away, would you be able to do anything? Straight after its death? No, 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 no. If I if I brought you the bull as the first thing that I brought to you, would you be able to do anything? I venture that would be our best bet. Okay, so but I cannot make promises. Very well. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, I I hate to inconvenience you, but I have a house back in Bon uh, Theris. It might be. Could, could I impose on you to uh, to rest there while we while we undertake this journey? It's it's a lot larger than the shrine of yours. It'd be much easier to uh, to take a bowl there and keep it safe from any outside citizens. I appreciate your effort to keep the innocent people safe. I would be willing to travel there. This seems like something we ought to know for certain, one way or the other. Uh, When do you plan to undertake this journey, and when might you return? It could be some number of months. My my traveling companion is out at the moment. I sent him a a message, and he probably gets like a very brief flash of like the banging thought wave. Right. And uh, I I don't know when he'll return. I can send a message as soon as we leave for you, though, and you can travel to... uh, to bond Theris from there. I'll leave a message with our uh, with our butler that you are you are welcome to stay. Perfect, perfect. I have a few things I would need to wrap up here first, anyway. Excellent. You you should have some time. Okay. The cleric uh, pats your hand gently and says, "This is these are grave tidings you bring us. I am." Unhappy to hear of them, but glad that we are aware of them, if that makes sense to you. I understand completely. And I, while I hate to be nothing but a bringer of bad news, I think I should warn you about the clerics of Malchus as well. And I'll go through the same old story about clerics of Malchus, like murdering and spreading chaos and instability. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I warn him to be very careful if he encounters any. He nods, uh, mentions to you that 
they have a few clerics of Malchus here in town that they have been keeping an eye on because they've heard things about this, but, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Um, I guess that's that. Yeah. Uh, so is the plan to grab a bull and... I, I want to find that specific one and bring it back, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so I'm going to... We're, we're going to have to talk to the dragon about the logistics of traveling with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to uh, ask for his name first off. The This guy's name? Yeah, and what's the name of the shrine as well? Um, let's see. The cleric's name is Volus. How do you spell that? V-A-L-L-I-S. Okay. And the shrine is called? Um, it is... It's probably just the... It's probably like the, the so-and-so shrine referring to like the district in town, but I don't have the districts in Wickthron Morenta mapped out. So we can just call it the, the shrine of Falumbra in okay. Wickthron Morenta. Well, shrine of Falumbra. Yeah. Uh, and then you said that was his wife that he did this with, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. They eventually got married. Yeah. Uh, if you, I, I understand you have a wife that you, that you tend the shrine with. If you, if you'd rather not be separated, she is welcome to travel to Bontheris as well. Uh, she would probably rather stay here. One of us needs to keep an eye on this. There are, there's much work to be done here. I understand. Yeah. Perfect. All right, and I will, uh, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll flash him the mansion so he knows how to find it when he gets to town. Great. And a uh, sign of Jeeves that he knows what he looks like. Yep, yep. Perfect, perfect. He ha- will have everything that he needs to do to uh, meet up with you or your house. Um, you have a specific goal in mind now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe a path there. Uh, Nixium will definitely be a, a good place to start. Yeah. Um, I think it's just going back to uh, to town and waiting for Malachi to get I back. I think it's going back to town, waiting for Malachi, and then we'll do some adventures between the two of you. Yeah. That sounds great. Okay. I think we're done for the day then. Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay. Well, this has been episode of Hardcore Heroes. Uh, 43? 44? Has Malachi done two? He did two. Yeah, there's 43, because 40, I believe, was our last episode. Okay. Sweet. Or wait, no, it's more complicated than that, I think. It is, it's, it's Because Other Side and Arcadia were in parallel, so do you count them sequentially or as parallel? Do you have like episode 34A and 34B, or do you do episode 34 and 35? I have no idea. <laughs> it's been years. Um, and yeah, we'll fa- it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, we're on Hardcore Heroes something. For, for something says so much of a. Yeah. It doesn't start with a one yet. It's still a two digit number. Yeah. Um, so, next week we will have a Fro Fro. Yeah. Um, we'll probably have Frofro for a while, and then when it doesn't work out, we'll try and get these two together again and and uh, f- explore a little bit more about what's going on over here. Uh, and that's going to be it for today. 
So we'll see you guys around in the future. Oh, a new show is starting next week, right? Last week, the last episode of Assassin and first episode of Horde of the Dragon Queen. That uh, um, will be cool. I'm excited. Is that on the D&D channel? No, it's going to be on Dark Galaxy's gaming channel. Oh, um, right. It's hosted by, not hosted, um, sponsored by Roll20, and it's going to have uh, In Control and Trump SC and oh, wow. V Parlefois and uh, Margaret Cron as other players, and I'm, I'll be a player as well. So nice. that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, this will be 43, because 42 was Malachi's library. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, that's it for us today. We will see you all later at another date and time. Good night. Bye. Bye.